Hello, everybody. Welcome to Coffee with Casey, where today we're going to focus on new homes. I know we analyze markets all the time, different areas of Northern Virginia. Today, we're going to get focused on the new homes market because, you know, new homes are usually higher priced than resales and are not competitive with these, you know, 4,000 4, square foot home. Resale is here. New home is here. They don't compete with each other, but they're starting to get close. So we're going to take a look at the new homes market. More specifically, we're going to look at the Vienna new homes market. And we're going to dissect that. So let's go ahead and, and head on over to, um, let me take you online. And let's take a look. Let's take a look at how the market is. All right, guys. Let's go. All right. So this is the new home snapshot. So let's start with the four thing, markets we usually look at. We look at Vienna, Fairfax County, Loudoun, Prince William County. So they must have brought on a bunch of new houses in Prince William. But what this is, this is looking at um, the year-to-date sales versus a five-year average. So if you take the average new home sales from January 1 to November 1, we're down 13%. Fairfax County's down 11, Loudoun County's down 15. Now, let's compare that to resales. So resales are about twice as, are about, 20% higher than that. So homes are down 13, uh, 17% in Vienna resales and 13% in new homes. So, you know, everything has got to be relative, right? So yes, it's down 13%, not a killer. But I will tell you that if you look at this Vienna market that we're going to analyze today, we've got 41 active homes on the market. Now we sit with sellers all the time. And the number one reason they don't sell is because they can't, they're not sure where they're going to go. Um, so, you know, now you start looking at these new homes and yes, the prices were inflated just like resales were, but 41 active homes sitting on the market, there were zero sales in this month, zero went under contract this month, which means there's going to start being opportunities with the active homes and new homes on the market. So, you know, we have 41 active homes on the market currently. 28 in the past 90 days, 28 new homes have withdrawn, right? In the last 90 days, 28 homes have withdrawn. This last 30 days, zero homes have sold. So we've got 20 that are currently under contract and they go under contract over a you know, five to 10 month span. So that's pretty normal. And we have 12 homes that sold in the past 90 days. So look at the number real quick. You have 28 homes failed to sell, 12 homes sold. Okay, so, you know, pretty much 32, 35% of the homes sold had a success and, you know, 70% failed. This is what it looks like. Normally, we would have two new home sales, uh, you know, that go under contract in 2018, 12 and 19. Suspicious that this is the election year. This is right before the election. And again, I'm looking at October's right before the election after the election, then this doesn't support the fact that the, the midterms affect sales, right? So some people may say, well, that's the election. Well, really not, because this is what it looked like in 2020, 2021, 2022. So again, I think the market's in shock. I think everybody feels like they've been hit in the face with a two by four. Um, I think that the day of reckoning is coming very quickly. Um, which is election day. 
and we'll see what happens on that. I think one way or another, whoever wins, 50% of the people are going to be happy, relieved, and ready to go. 50% may be upset, but at least 50, you know, right now, 100% of the people are unsure what's going to happen. So at least there's going to be certainty for 50% of them here as, as soon as we go. Now, what's the culprit for all this? You know, let me tell you, just like in resales, um, you know, 30, 40% do it right. They price it correctly and the homes sell. 50 to 60% overprice the house. The host sits on the market, doesn't sell, and then either withdraws or drops their price and really gets lower than there was. So new homes is the exact same as resales in that you have to know your value. Now there's a different way to interpret value. This is based on price per square foot. Now, last week, we looked at resales and we compared percentage of assessment, right? New homes don't have a percentage of assessment. New homes don't have assessments. They're usually in the six, eight hundreds because they're new homes. So with new homes, you analyze the price per square foot for the homes, right? So you take the 3,500 square foot new home and they're either on a small lot or a medium or a bigger lot. This is a medium lot, actually, that, that word is wrong. It's a medium lot, okay? So the customary value for the ones that have sold are 1.684, and then if you have upgrades, and then if you have premiums. Now, who gets the premiums? The premiums are builders like um, Dan Somerville, or Rob Fisher, or uh, Pat Stack, or John Sikas. You know, people that are established, quality, custom builders, they may command a premium for their lot. Tommy Stotts, they command premiums for their properties. So there's a range, you know, there's a customary range. Some are a little lower, some are a little higher. The ones that get higher up in here, it's, it's worth it because they're more attention to detail, more upgrades, better quality builder, more reliable. So, you know, you can look down here when somebody says, I got a 4,000 square foot lot, it's on a 15, um, a 4,000 square foot home on a 15,000 square foot lot, what's it worth? Well, that's what it's worth. It's worth between 19, 1.93 and 2.125. Okay. So, you know, when somebody comes to me, a buyer or a builder and says, you know, what do you think this is worth? This is where I start. Now, each home has got to be analyzed because the lot premium the upgrades they're going to have in the house, the quality of the build, the size of the house. So it all needs to fit. But this is in generality, a 4,500 square foot house on a big lot is going to sell for about 2.25 million. Customary is 2.15. But a normal reputable builder is here. A premium builder is over here. So, so give the builders their due. They're worth it. Because when you sell your house, when I sell your house, we're going to say, hey, this is, a, this is a Fisher home, or this is a, a Sikas home, or this is going to be a, a Pat Stack home. You know? So the name builders are worth it because on resale market, they're worth it as well. So you have to give a premium to the name builders and not so much to production builders. Okay, But this is pretty simple. Now, let me show you where, how, this, how we use this to analyze. Okay. There are seven homes currently on the market, seven new homes currently on the market in Vienna that, not, not on the market, but that are completed, that are ready to move in, right? Completed homes. So here are the seven homes. 
and here's the days on market, which I find despicable. I mean, the, this, the, you guys know me. I say your biggest value comes in the first 10 days. You got to get everybody excited. And I don't care whether that's resales or new homes. You've got to get the market excited when you launch. And I'm going to talk about the marketing strategy that's causing these long days on market here in a minute. Uh, so don't let me forget that. But, you know, look at the days on market of these homes. Well, this is their age. This is the square footage of the homes that are currently on the market. That's the lot size. This is the cost. This is the lot cost. So let's say a home is worth 1.995 million. That lot cost they pay should be about 40% of what that home is, is worth, right? So we take this chart, we take that chart, we apply it to these homes. This is the estimated value of these homes, assuming that they're premium. All right, so the first one, you know, is only 45,000 overpriced. So that home is currently priced correctly. It may be on the market, it's stale. Uh, Casmar is a tricky neighborhood. Sometimes it's a good lot, sometimes it's not such a good lot. There's not a lot of rebuilds in there. So, so that's a tricky street. Flint Hill is not. Flint Hill has big lots, big houses, plenty of big money in there. But this house at 9710 Flint Hill, right, is on the market for 2.9 million. It's worth about 2.5 million, right? So they're, they're half million dollars overpriced. Now, it may be a spectacular lot, it may be a spectacular build, it may, but it's not $500,000 worth. So, so that's why that's sitting for a long time. Now, uh, the other one on Flint Hill, this one, for some reason, was on at the correct price, which is 2.2 million, 2.28. And then for some reason, they bumped it to 2.45, which, which meant that now it's 200,000 over list for over, over value. So these are the correct values, right? And again, if let's say a buyer likes Stryker, then we really need to analyze this. Why are they asking this? What is the lot premium? What's so good about it? What are the upgrades? And then based on the customary and premium values, we need to determine what is that house really worth, right? So we're not gonna overpay $300,000 for a house. We will negotiate a price, but, but not because, hey, you asked this, we're gonna offer this, it comes somewhere, but no, no, no. We're gonna figure out what the house is really worth. Right now, today, somebody may say, "Now I'm I'm not interested." But things are changing. Banks are calling notes. Banks are getting a little unsettled with all of this. Um, you know, a builder may find a lot. He really wants to build that house, so he's willing to start negotiating on this house. So, so if you find a house you like, we just need to make sure that we're not overpaying four hundred thirty-nine thousand, or three hundred thirty-eight thousand, or three hundred fifty thousand. Right? If this house on Burke Street which is a great street, by the way, 3,600 square foot house is on for 2.1 million. Well, that's what it's basically worth, right? Or max at 185. So, you know, how do we negotiate this and get this house down closer to where it should be is by proving what the value is. If you have six homes under contract and you have five comparables and they all say the price per square foot is $475 a square foot. That's what it's worth. $475 a square foot. So we take the homes that sold. We take the homes that are under contract. We figure out what their price per square foot was. We apply it to the current home. That is its customary value. If it's a premium builder, maybe you can bump it a little bit, right? But 41 homes on the market and zero sales means I'm going to my buyers 
and say, we need to go talk to, we need to go find a new home. We need, now is the time for buyers to start looking at new homes, whether it's here or whether it's Loudoun County in a 55 and over subject, wherever you need to go, Willowsford, you know, it's time to start really, you need to analyze these builders. And when you're working with a realtor, our job is to analyze value, right? So if you're someone and, and they don't know how to analyze what that house is worth, then you need to give us a call and we'd be happy to help you with a new home. We'll find you a new home and we'll make sure that at least we negotiate the price that's appropriate. I'm not saying we're trying to cut anybody's knees out from under them. I'm just saying we're not going to overpay $350,000 for a lot because that's what the lot costs, the sticks and bricks, the profit and all that is. We're going to pay what a the buyers are paying for that house, what it's worth, okay? And, you know, I know that all... Um, sellers and builders included, you know, say I need or I want, but you know, a buyer pool is looking at 10 houses and buying one. So, you know, you need to be competitive with what you need to understand what they're buying because a, a buyer, I've never heard a buyer say, well, what do you think the seller's going to need? Maybe we'll just pay what the seller needs or wants that, that has nothing to do with the sales cycle. So now, Let's talk about for a second while I'm here. Let's talk about these days on market, okay? So what happens is a, a, a buyer is looking at these days and these days turn them off that it's been on the market for so long because in today's market, if it sits on the market, there's something wrong with it. That's the mentality of today's buyers. So what I look at is as soon as a builder has a house coming out and wants to put it on the market, they put it as active, which starts the ticker for the days on market. So, which I believe is incorrect. I think what you need to do is if you take that house and you're putting in coming soon status, a builder can leave it there for as long as they want, or we can leave it there as long as we want when we have builder clients. Leave it in coming soon status. Do all the marketing, build all the websites, do all the promotion, do the social media, do the Google ads, do the, the geofencing. You're firing out trying to get buyers for this house during the coming soon period because we don't want that ticking 10 days, 15 days, 50 days, 100 days, 300 days, 475 days. What this is a signal to the buyer. It's a terrible signal to the buyer that the days on market is so high, right? Pleasant sticks out because, you know, Pleasant should be uh, 2.8 million. Well, look, it's got 6,800 square feet. It's on for $2.4 million. What's going on with that property? So this would be one that we would investigate. This is certainly... Flint Hill, we would investigate, although they did bump it 200,000, you know, after this point. And then, you know, Casmarm, you know, I'm just not convinced that's where I want to spend $2 million in that neighborhood, right? So you got to be smart. Stryker can support it. Birch can support it. Um, Pleasant, certainly. Wassa, Flint, these are all big neighborhoods that can support these big numbers. But uh, so that's where, you know, you'd want to focus. All right. So let's take a look. I mean, are they really overpriced? We do this for resales all the time. If we go back to 2000 and you say a new home was worth $535,000 and this is a 3,500 square foot house. So that's what the new home sold for back then. And then we apply this curve, which is inflation. And this curve is what people are buying for these houses, what they're spending for these homes, right? That's a pretty big matzo ball right there, folks, right? That's a huge number. But 
buyers are paying for it because they want to get into Vienna. They want a new home. And these are the smaller new homes in Vienna. So they're getting a much bigger premium over inflation than this one. Now, as the homes get bigger, you'll see that number goes down. Okay. So let's take a look. And again, you know, I know sellers or builders are saying, hey, the cost of lumber, the cost of this. Yeah, but you know, those houses are pretty, pretty big. Now I know the lot costs go up considerably too, but basically that's if you're paying this for a new home back here, then you're paying about four or five hundred thousand higher today based on the inflation rate. These are days on market. Again, really upsets me to see 115 days on the market. The way this is done, get it on coming soon, test it out, do a predictive analysis before you start showing. Make sure you have showings lined up. Homes should be sold in that first weekend. You get three agents or three buyers all excited about a house because you priced it right. And it's one of the, you know, we just saw seven houses on the market. Any of them priced right? One, two, maybe. Now, if there's something wrong with them, then that means zero, right? That means zero. So if we come on and we do our coming soon, we do our job, we do our geofencing, we do our marketing, we do our website, and everybody knows all the, all the, what are the standard features in this house and what are the custom features? Why is this house worth it? And a, and a price analysis saying this is exactly what the house should be worth. This 115 should be seven or five. However long it takes us to get them in the house, negotiate some contracts and get it done. This should not be 115. I just, I don't, I, I don't think that's acceptable. So here's, Here's the, the value, what buyers are paying versus value of a 4,000 square foot house. So let's say buyers are paying 1.9 million. Well, based on the inflation rate, it would have been 1.4 1. million, right? So they're paying here about a $450,000 premium. But what happens is, see how this line goes up? And what happens is a lot of builders will get up in here or sellers, not just builders. I'm talking about sellers in general. They'll be up in here, right? So they'll price it at 2.1 million. Well, the market flattened, right? You're not going up now. This is the beginning of, this is 2022. This is today, okay? The market is flattened and there's where they're pricing it. Now we just saw the seven houses are $300,000 on average overpriced. Right. So what does that tell you? They're up. They're 2.2 million, not 2.1 million. So the value line is here, and don't don't think it's coming back down because it never has and it never will. It's always going to stay 200, 200, 300 thousand dollars above. Right. So so that's your number. And if a builder put his house on for 1.933 million dollars, it's going to sell, and it's going to sell without sitting on the market. Again, days on market similar. This is for 4,000 square foot lots. This is the value curve for the new homes that are 4,500 square feet. Why is, it, why is it so close? The answer is because this buyer pool is a lot smaller than the 3,500 square foot buyer pool. So this is a little bit closer, but you see how it follows the value line and then it bumps up a little bit and now it's flattening. Now with inflation, this is gonna start ticking up. It's gonna be up in here. But you can see that right now, it's really only $200,000 spread on the 4,500 4, square feet house. So, you know, the, the, what's the conclusion of all of this? There's, of course, your days on market, which I hate. 
Now, here's why the resale, the people are looking at resales, now need to start looking at new homes. There's only $150,000 spread between a resale and new homes, right? So this getting awful close. I mean, look at how close it was back in here, right? And it had it spread. It's gonna start coming back. It's gonna start coming back to the resales. So we're, we're fairly close. It's about time that, you know, and, and, you know, basically why is, why is it time to start looking at, at new homes? Because the resale market, there is no inventory. I mean, the inventory is extremely low, right? So if the inventory is low on the, on the resale market, then look to new homes. And, and I don't mean just the new homes that are ready for delivery and all that. We analyze all 41 of those new homes. When a buyer comes in, it's like, here's, you know, here, here's some of the better deals. Now let's go look at them, find one that you love. If the builder is 350,000 overvalued, if he's 350,000 overvalued, then we'll negotiate the price down. If the builder's not ready to negotiate, then we just are patient and we'll wait and go maybe find another house. But you at least need to find some homes that are close and see if you can negotiate to the good price. So I'm just saying there is inventory in new homes. There is no inventory in resales. So if you're a seller and you're not sure where to go, now is a good time to buy a new home. Now, again, because of the inventory, because nothing went under contract and everybody's getting a little nervous out there, maybe they wouldn't take a home that was contingent on the sale of your house. Now, maybe they will. Now, remember, now it's time. If our homes sit on the market a little long and our sellers are concerned and we're concerned, then we open up the market to people that have homes to sell. Be as long as we can make sure that their home is saleable, then we would accept those contracts. So for those of you that need to move up and sell your old home in order to buy a new home, now's the time to do that. I'm sure builders are more than, more than willing to start accepting that, right? And, and I'll tell you why. If I was a builder, I'd be looking for people that have homes to resell. My house is going to be ready for a little while anyways, right? And, um, and I'll give you your terms if you give me my price. So maybe the builder gets a premium on pricing if he waits. As long as he can analyze that, that seller and make sure that that seller's house can be sold. Now, if a buyer comes to a builder and the builder doesn't have an agent, or the buyer doesn't have an agent and they're going to sell their house and send them to us. We'll make sure it gets sold in the first seven days. Our houses don't sit on the market. The last five homes we had, even in this recession, all sold in the first weekend. We price them right. We do a predictive analysis. We make sure we have contracts on their way before we even launch the listing, just like builders should do. Just like we do when we have a builder client, we make sure we have clients on the way, contracts on the way before we launch that listing. And that's really the way you have to do because I will tell you that time is money. And for builders, they put a project on the market and they have to sell that house. They don't have an option of, well, I'll just wait for a year because the bank is collecting money every day on that, right? So the builders have to sell this inventory. The home sellers could say, you know what? Ah, we'll wait until 2025. I don't think you should. I think the sellers should get their market on, uh, their house on the market while you're still at a premium. I know interest rates are high but interest rates will change as soon as we go into a recession and that's coming. They have to drop interest rates to stimulate the market. And that's exactly what they're going to do. So they go too high. 
and they go too low and they go too high and they go too low. That's just the world we live in and that's what we have to deal with. So you're taking a look at the new homes market, which I think there are opportunities if you're a builder and you're not happy and you're trying to get a house on the market and you're trying to get it sold, we'd be happy to work with you. We analyze that every day. Uh, I think the marketing strategy for a lot of these is incorrect. I think it needs to change. I think it needs to have a longer coming soon period. I think there needs to be geofencing. I think there needs to be Google ads. I think there needs, you need to be outbound. Most of our buyers over 1.5 million are not coming from this area. They're coming from Arlington, DC, the West Coast and Northeast. And if you can take, again, a consultant from Google and they can target these buyer areas and they know how to get these ads in front of them. Let me give you an example. We, we had a house on Stryker. One of those houses you saw was on Stryker. We had a house on Stryker. And, um, and we targeted the buyer pool that's looking at these houses in McLean, in Arlington, and DC and on. So there's a person sitting in his penthouse in New York. He picks up the phone, he gives me a call, and he says, Who, where the hell is Vienna? And I tell him where Vienna is. And, and I tell him it's right next, you know, he says, where is it next to McLean? I said, it's right next to McLean. And he says, I've been looking for this house. It showed up on my, um, on my Wall Street Journal feed. And he said, you know, that's a miracle. That's, it just showed up on my Wall Street Journal feed. I love this house. And um, it's not a miracle, it's, it's, it's Google ads, it's geofencing, it's targeting the buyers. And he fell in love with it. And he says, I've only been looking at McLean for the last year and a half. You know, I haven't even thought about Vienna. Well, see, it's our job as realtors to do a couple things. Price the home where it should be, get the people in the house, get them to walk in the door. Our job is to get people to walk in the door. If homes have been on the market for 435, you either don't have people walking in the door or you're overpriced. I know what you need, but this is what the buyers are willing to pay. So the guy gets on a plane, he comes down, he meets with us, he buys the house, he buys it for full price. He's excited, he's happy uh, because the house he just spent $1.6 million on was about 2.1 million over McLean. So that's why this was so appealing to him is we reach out to people where a $2.1 million new home in Vienna is 2.8 million in Arlington. Well, we need the Arlington buyers to come to Vienna. And if you're in Willisford, you need to be marketing your properties to people in Vienna because they're looking at a $2.1 million house saying, that's all I get for $2.1 million. You go out there or let me, let, me, let me drop the prices. Is this all I get for 1.5 in Vienna? Yeah, what do you get for 1.5 in Willisford or in Dominion Valley? And a lot of people are looking to downsize. They're looking to, you know, they're looking to buy in a 55 and over community out in the Loudoun County. So, you know, we need to analyze the builder markets. You need to know the builder markets. If you're not working with a realtor that does analyze markets in those markets, then you need to call us and get in touch with one of my buyer agents. If you're selling a house and you're a resale seller, you need to give us a call because there is no inventory out. We're still getting premium pricing. Forget about the, forget about the interest rates. You know, a lot of them, are, a lot of people still have cash. They're still generating it but they're going to pay what the house is worth. They're not going to overbid on it anymore. And that's not coming back. I don't see that coming back in my lifetime. I don't have that longer to live. So, you know, I don't see it coming back in my lifetime. So we just got to play by the rules, price it where it's supposed to do, do our marketing in coming soon, do our predictive analysis and get that price to go. If you're a builder and you need some help analyzing a house, analyzing pricing, knowing what the final price is going to be as of today, 
or getting it on the market, doing the coming soon, doing the predictive analysis, making sure it's priced right, getting people to walk in the door and sell in the first seven days, and you give us a call. My name is Casey Sampson. I'm at 703-508-2535. Or you can email me at Casey at CaseySampson.com or just, just text my phone number too, and I'll give you a call right away. Thanks for watching Coffee with Casey. This has been the new home uh, snapshot edition. We'll do it every quarter just to take a look at, that, at the new homes um, and whether that's a good buy or not a good buy and how everybody's doing. We'll see you again next week. Bye now.